0: welcome to joy i'm your host danette crawford and in every episode i'm going to empower you to live a life of victory as i encourage you through real life discussions in powerful biblical teaching no matter what storm you're facing today remember god has the power to turn it around so let's jump into today's teaching thank you for joining me today for joy i'm danette crawford and i'm excited about the encouraging word that I have on my heart for you. I just believe that God is saying to you, don't quit because he's about to turn your situation and your circumstance all around. Sometimes when we find ourselves in a big, deep, dark pit or a situation or a circumstance that just seems so overwhelming, we wonder how in the world is this going to change? Well, I want to encourage you that God is all powerful and he's omnipresent. He's everywhere and he's working behind the scenes for you. He's working behind the scenes to take care of your situation and your circumstance. If you need a miracle today, be encouraged because God has a miracle with your name on it. Don't quit. If you quit, you can never win. But if you refuse to quit, you will always win. And you and God are together, always the majority. I wrote my book, Don't Quit in the Pit, and it was a number of years. My daughter was probably about 10 when I wrote that. Some of you may know my testimony, some of you may not. But five days before I delivered my daughter, I was nine months pregnant, and my husband announced that he was leaving. We went through a really deep dark storm and it wasn't over overnight. But what I learned is if I didn't quit in the pit, God had the power to turn everything around and he did just that for me. And he's gonna do just that for you. You just have to stay encouraged. Peter in the Bible found himself in the prison. He found himself in a situation and in a circumstance where he needed God and he needed a miracle. Well, that's exactly what he got. Let's look at Acts chapter 12, verse 5 in the Amplified. And it says, So Peter was kept in prison, but fervent prayer for him was persistently made to God by the church. Can I tell you prayer changes everything? you might say well you don't know my problem and you don't know how big my problem is and my circumstance no i don't know but god knows and our god is bigger he's bigger than your problem so what did they do they were praying and the church was praying for peter you need people to join with you in prayer don't try to weather this storm on your own you need to know that the body of Christ is there for you. You need people around you that love you and care for you. Pick up your phone, let us pray for you today, 757-420-2625. That's 757-420-2625. As we pray together, the Bible says, one will set a thousand to flight, but two will set 10,000. There's power in prayer and there's power in unity. So here he was. Peter is praying and having everybody pray and God did their miracle. It says persistently made prayers to God. Don't stop praying. Don't think, oh, well, I've already prayed and now it's over and it's just too late. It's never too late. God is going to turn it around for you. Just keep expecting. See, there's such great power and expectation. You'll never birth something unless you're expecting. I was expecting my daughter. And then when it was full term, I delivered her. God says to you today, keep expectation alive. Let's look at Acts chapter 12, verse six in the Amplified. It says the very night before Herod was about to bring him forth, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, fastened with two chains, and centuries before the door were guarding the prison. It was the very night before. And you know what? Maybe you are feeling like you're at the midnight hour. You've prayed and prayed and you've asked God to turn your situation around. You've asked God to answer your prayer for your spouse or for your children. You've asked God for 20 years and you feel like God has not heard your prayer. I want to encourage you. God has heard your prayer. And when time fully comes, everything will be manifested. Keep expectation alive. It was just the night before Peter was to go before them. And God moved suddenly and gave Peter his miracle. Acts chapter 12, verse 7, in the Amplified, it says, And suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared, standing beside him, And a light shone in the place where he was. And the angel gently smote Peter on the side and awakened him, saying, Get up quickly. And the chains fell off his hands. See, God moves at the speed of suddenly. And sometimes God moves at the midnight hour, right before the time that it's too late. You feel like it's too late. But you know what Peter was doing? He was asleep. He was getting a good night's sleep, trusting God. He had prayed, he had did what what the Lord put on his heart to do and then he just gave it to the Lord getting a good night's sleep. I believe that many of you, you're worried and you're anxious and you're uptight and the enemy's been causing you to lose sleep over your situation and over your circumstance. If that's you, we wanna pray for you today. God wants to give you peace and He wants to give you rest. He wants to give you peace in your mind and in your emotions. Pick up your phone and let us pray for you 757 420 2625. Even though you're right there in the midst of that circumstance, God is about to turn it around for you just as suddenly as He turned it around for Peter. You know, God told me years ago when my husband left, my daughter was probably about two. And here I was, a traveling evangelist. God told me to go to Florida. I was headed to Florida to meet with some ministry friends and to do a time of ministry. I didn't even have money to get there. I didn't have gas money. I didn't have baby food. I didn't have diapers. And God is my witness. It was the night before I was supposed to go on the trip. Now listen, I had to walk in faith and not cancel my trip because I didn't have gas money, I didn't have diapers, I didn't have baby food. I I had to take the step of faith. I told them I was coming, I planned it, and it was the night before. I don't know if it was 9 o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night, but it was past the time that normally my baby was in bed. Everything, I was ready, but I had no money to go, and I got a knock at the door. And that knock at the door... I had two people show up at my door at different times. One of them said, Danette, I just had a yard sale today and God told me to give you all of this cash. I'm not kidding. I calculated how much gas money I needed and it was to the dollar of what I said I needed. This was the night before. I'm like, go Jesus. And then it was that was the second one. The first knock on my door about eight o'clock was a lady from my church. And she said, Danette, God, just put it on my heart to bring you some baby food and diapers. Do you need some? And I'm like, yes, it was 30 jars of baby food. It wasn't 29 and it wasn't 31. I had told God I needed 30 jars of baby food. It was a 10 day trip and I needed three jars a day and she brought a case of diapers. Now, let me tell you, God is working behind the scenes. Don't quit. Don't give up. Expect your suddenly. Whatever your suddenly is today, God has got it. He's working behind the scenes. Keep expectation alive. Suddenly, God's gonna provide. Suddenly, you're gonna be out of this pit. Suddenly, you're gonna see your victory and your breakthrough. God loves you today, and He wants you to keep expecting. It was suddenly that the angel appeared to Him, and quickly He was delivered. You know, God has a call on your life. He has a special call on your life, and God knows everything about you. And He created you and formed you just the way He wanted you for your call. Let's look at Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4 through 5 says, The word of the Lord came to me saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nation. Before God formed you, he knew you. In other words, he knew you. He thought, okay, I want this young lady and formed her this way. God knew you and then he formed you and then he appointed you. So when he knew you, he knew what he wanted to make and then he formed you. When I first got saved, I said, God, I don't have any talents. I don't have any gifts. I did not know that my gift and my talent, God told me years later, Danette, you have just what I want you to have. You have the gift of determination. I didn't know determination was a gift. He said, "Yep," And I gave you just what you needed. I needed determination. And to this day, I need determination. Can I tell you, God has formed you and made you just the way he wants you. When my daughter was little, I would take her on the airplane with me and we'd be traveling and preaching and ministering and I'd go to the dollar store to get some items to keep her busy while we were traveling. And one of the things I would get was something called Silly Putty. I don't know if they still have it, but it was Silly Putty and it came in this little egg and you'd take it out and you would form things with it. Well, I would take it on the airplane with us to play a game that I played with Destiny. And that game was I would form something and she'd have to guess what I made. And so I started teaching her That's the way it is with God. God thinks, what am I, what do I need? What do I want? And then he forms you. He formed me. God knew you and then he formed you and then he appointed you. And there's a special call on your life. And then God positions you for that call. And sometimes we don't understand God's positioning process. Let's look at Genesis chapter 39, verses two through three. The Lord was with Joseph and he prospered and he lived in the house of the Egyptian master. When his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord gave him success in everything he did. See, you know what? The favor of God was on Joseph. Joseph's own brothers threw him into the cistern and then sold him into slavery. But you know what Joseph did on the way? to his potential and his call. He did not quit in the pit. He knew that God had the power to turn his situation around and he knew that God had the power to fulfill the promises and everything that God told him he would do. Wherever Joseph went, he had favor. Let's look at Genesis 39, verse four through five. Joseph found favor in his eyes and became his attendant. Potiphar put him in charge of his household and he entrusted to his care everything he owned. From the time he put him in charge of his household and all that he owned, the Lord blessed the household of the Egyptian because of Joseph. The blessing of the Lord was on everything Potiphar had, both in the house and in the field. Can I tell you today that the favor of God it's irrevocable. God's favor is on your life. And he's called you and appointed you and created you just the way he wants you. Maybe today you've experienced some unexpected terms, turns in life, in situations in life, just like Joseph, his own brothers. Then he was convicted of a crime that he did not do, and he was thrown in prison but God used that time in prison to continue to promote Joseph. We have the privilege and the honor to bless so many hurting people here at this ministry. And my books and my television programs go into jails and prisons across this country. When I come back, I'm gonna share a testimony with you with my special guest in the studio of a life that was changed. Won't you partner with us to help us do all that we're doing here to help hurting people.
1: God has the power to turn every situation around if you just don't quit in the pit. Will you help us give hope to the hurting today? Books and television are the way into the hearts and homes of millions of hurting people. With your help, we can continue to spread the hope of the gospel into homes, hospitals, jails, and prisons around the world. Will you give your very best donation today and help us bring hope to those who feel like giving up? For your tax-deductible gift of $20 or more, Danette wants to send you a copy of her inspiring book, Don't Quit in the Pit. Give today by calling 757-420-2625. That's 757-420-2625. Or go online to danettecrawford.com. You can also write us at Danette Crawford Ministries, P.O. Box 65036, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23467. Help us make a difference today.
0: God wants you to be encouraged today not to quit in the pit, but to know that God has the power to turn any situation around in your life. As you partner with us, I want to bless you with my book, Don't Quit in the Pit. And I know that it will be a blessing to you as it has been to so many, as you partner with us to make a difference in the lives of hurting people. Well, today on JOY, I have a very special guest in the studio with me, Mr. Darnell Phillips.
2: Hello. So good to
0: have you. I'm glad to be here. (laughs) I want to tell the folks how you met me and how you came to know about me. You were doing time in prison. Yes. And you you told me that you needed a word of encouragement and you went to the library at the chapel in the prison. Tell us about that.
2: Well, I was on Southampton Correctional Center in K Prime, Virginia, and you know, I was doing time and I was midway into the sentence. And so, you know, feeling a little discouraged, and you know, I went to the library and I, I looked on the shelf just just perusing. And I had read the Kenneth Copeland, the Kenneth Hagin books, and I, it had built me up, but I needed something to really, really encourage me to match the deep pit I was in. And so what I did, I, when I looked up there, I saw something that said, don't quit in the pit. And I said, is that Paula White? And so when I pulled it out, I saw the name Danette Crawford. I turned on the back, and when I saw you were in Virginia Beach, I, I was encouraged. And so I started going back, I immediately started devouring the book, and, and I was getting edified because it was so much revelation and so much meat, and I really really needed that. And so like the next day, I, I didn't know you had a TV show. So the next day I, I went back to the dorm and, and I was looking on TV and all of a sudden I saw that come up, you know, your commercial. I said, oh my God. So I started watching your show. And so I immediately connected with the spirit. I said, well, she got a heavy anointing on her So, You know, it just it just really built me up in the book and watching you on the show really came in a great time of need for me.
0: So you were doing time you were convicted of a crime that you, were, that you did not commit. And you were later exonerated, and now you're out. You were in a pit. You served 28 years for a crime that you did not do. Talk about being in a pit. I was just teaching about Joseph. Joseph's brothers, own brothers, threw him in a pit, then sold him into slavery. He was falsely accused. Thrown in prison, but God used that, even that prison, to be a a really a direct route to fulfill His purpose. All of those 28 years that you served, you needed hope and encouragement. How did you stay strong in your walk with the Lord?
2: One thing I learned in the beginning, I made a quality decision that I was going to accept God's Word as if it was... True, like he said, because the enemy was trying to convince me it was a lie. I had just been born again, freshly saved. And so one of the things that I did, that for some reason at 19 years old at, at the jail, I said, you know what? I said, I'm God, regardless of how long this takes, I said, I'm gonna serve you. I had a fresh 107 years for something I didn't do. And so I said, I decided to make the, the, the royal law of God's word. Uh, that's what I was gonna stand on. And I realized as I began to look at it, that, okay, Lord, if you are who you say you are and your word is what you say it is, you say it's divinely inspired and it's true, it's no lies and not immutable. So I'm like, well, Lord, I'm gonna stand on your word. My time's in your hands. So I said, do well with me, Lord, I present myself to you. So I made that decision.
0: Maybe today that's you. Maybe you've been falsely accused. I mean, this is serious. This is huge, 28 years, wow. Maybe today you've been falsely accused at your job or a situation or a circumstance and you feel depressed, you feel discouraged, you feel like, how in the world am I ever going to get out of this situation? Well, let me encourage you that there's power in prayer. And as you stay encouraged, as you refuse to quit in the pit, God's got the power to turn it around and he's going to do it for you. What he did for Darnell, he's going to do for you. Pick up your phone and give us a call, 757-420-2625. Let us join with you in prayer, in faith, amen. amen. Well, Darnell, so you said that God, you told me that God would speak to you about three times a year and say, Darnell, I'm gonna get you out of here. Tell us about that.
2: Well, it would come through uh, a lot of avenues. Sometimes it will come through officers. Sometimes it would be in a vision or a dream. And while I was there, You know, believe it or not, the supernatural manifested so much in the cell that I forgot I was in prison Mm -hmm. because the life in Zohar God was just manifesting so much. And so sometimes the Lord would send me an angelic visitor telling me that, look, you know, you're gonna come out. Uh, The Lord has this type of calling on your life. And so what he would do was give me a word, in a dream, give me a word through the scripture, dealing with deliverance. And then I would may walk out of the building to go to the yard to work out. And a person would say, hey man, man, God put something on my heart, I gotta talk to you. And they say, you know what? God told me, man, you're gonna be delivered. Mm. I'm like, I said, yeah, I said, I just got that word myself. And so everywhere I would go, I might go to the kitchen and or I might get a letter in the mail from someone who doesn't know that I've been thinking it was a, just a confirmation. And so the Lord would let me know at least three times a year Wow. I'm going to walk you out of that prison.
0: Wow. Well, I have so much respect for you, Darnell, because you stood in faith, living a righteous life in prison, because just because you're locked up doesn't mean that there's not bad choices that you can indulge in there. But you made that decision to hang on to the promise of God, yes. what God was saying to you. That's a that's a long time. You know, I have been, God has given me certain requirements to raise my daughter and 23 years. I've been a single mom. That's a long time. You're in prison. 28 years. You told me that someone that you worked for, you, your position was you worked in the kitchen, and someone just knew and discerned that you were innocent. Tell tell us about that.
2: Well, um, I would work. You know, I would work in the kitchen. I would do uh, work the staff kitchen a lot of times, and so as I worked the staff kitchen, they they would. One of the officers would often come in and he would discuss with me, and he was a believer. And so he asked me, he said, man, you got a calling on you? I said, well, yeah. I said, yes, the Lord been dealing with me about ministry and everything. I said, even before I came in. And then he asked me, he said, what are you doing in here? I said, well, he said, you, you, you weren't guilty, were you? I said, I said, no. And so one day when I was off of work, uh, I was in the middle of the pod and he came and sat down with me. And so I thought automatically that was my time to go because I always stayed in expectation. And so as I sat in the pod, you know, he said, look, man, he said, I talked to my pastor and he said, look, you know, we're gonna try to get some funds together to help you get out. And then later on, I I found, like I said, I found out they had sent him off to the military. So that didn't happen. And then I went to work for a school uh, at uh, Southampton Correctional Center and the supervisor, let me know that, look, I perceive you innocent, so I'm going to talk to The Innocent Project for you.
0: The Innocent Project, wow. Well, let me tell you today, no matter what you're facing, God wants you to hang on and keep expectation alive. That's incredible. He said he kept expectation alive. There's power in expectation. Keep expectation alive for your miracle. Pick up your phone. Give us a call, 757 757- So they said, they called the Innocent Project, they went, they they found the DNA, the DNA proved that you did not commit the crime, they released you, you were released September 25th, do your happy dance, September 25th, 2018, (laughs) You had, you know, you were released. And I am just excited because I believe that there's people watching. Maybe they have children in prison and maybe they were, they were guilty. My pastor used to always say, if you do the crime, you do the time. But you know what? Even in the prison, you can grow Mm -hmm. and you can come out like you. What would you say? Just give us just about 30 second power punch here of keys that you would tell people that find themselves in overwhelming circumstances. How can they keep expectation alive?
2: I would say to measure your situation by the God you serve. Because if God in the greatest act that God performed on earth was the resurrection through Christ. And so if your situation is greater than the resurrection, then, you know, then, hey, you know, then don't worry about it. <laughs> but I would say that uh, trust God that his word is true. You know, he's not a man that he should lie. I would also say, keep yourself edified, stay in the word because the anointing is in the word. And your word is able to build you up, give you an inheritance. And what you're looking for, if you're in prison, you're looking for deliverance. Mm. And so you need to trust God's word that he is going to deliver you. Mm. He will not forsake the righteous Mm. and he has a plan in it. Mm. So I would say don't quit in the pit. Mm. Don't quit in the
0: pit. God's got the power to turn your situation around. I don't know any of us that had greater circumstance than my friend Darnell. Well, can I tell you, he is doing his happy dance now. He is free, but he didn't waste those years. Don't waste that time whining, complaining. Get in God's word. Build yourself up and know if you don't quit in the pit, God's got the power to turn your situation around. As he's building character and integrity in your life, just like the life of Joseph, you will find favor no matter where you go. Thank you for listening to Joy with Danette Crawford today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. You can learn more at www.dinettecrawford.com. Every day, we are making a difference in the lives of at-risk youth and single moms through over 23 community outreach programs. Will you give your best gift today and help us bring hope to the hurting? To find out more or to give a gift, go online to www.danettcrawford.com.